Welcome to Conversations on the Move by NUS PSS Podcast Team. I'm Tiari. And I'm Yushen. And let's get, get rolling! Yeah, welcome to another episode. And today we're going to be talking about something pretty interesting. And what is it, Tiari? Oh, um, heartbreaks. Say that again. <laughs> heartbreaks. <laughs> Alright, today we're going to be talking about heartbreaks Something that um, some of us may have gone through a few times Or maybe zero if you're really lucky And I think um, we're really lucky today as well to have two guests with us So shall we have them introduce themselves? Hello everyone, my name is Sam Yeah And I'm Jiayu's Jia- Jia- ex Yeah I'm Alex Nobody's ex here <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, since we're on the topic of heartbreaks now, so... Hmm, what exactly is a heartbreak? Mm, I think to me, heartbreak is... Um, it's a feeling, like, when you feel intense amount of sh- emotional stress, or if it's a kind of pain that you feel very great and deep longing. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, um, when we think of heartbreaks, the first thing that comes to our mind is failed romantic love. Yeah, which I think could be quite extremely like painful for some people and you might suffer for a long time. Maybe like you might take like one year, two years, you know. And yeah, so I, I think in general, most of the time the impression people have with heartbreaks is that it is romantic. But um, what we're covering today is not just romantic, right, Yu? Yeah, I mean, okay, when we think about heartbreaks, I guess it's true what you say, Yushen. Like most people think it's uh, related to like Mm, romantic relationships and stuff and you know there's all the uh, challenges that come with it like um, how you deal with the emotions whether you eventually like uh, end up like with uh, some uh, trauma for like certain places certain foods certain people and I think it's important to for us to recognize that heartbreaks can come not only from romantic relationships but from friendships as well like those friendships that don't work out those that uh, kind of end abruptly and it's not something that you wanted in the first place and I think it's really um, pretty common I would say more common than rela- uh, romantic relationships even yeah and I think probably one characteristics of heartbreak is that it usually stems when one person has more expectations than the other and then that's where you feel upset you know when probably it didn't end amicably or it was not very mutual so we're just wondering like we have the guests today here to share a little bit about their experiences so um, maybe both of your Sam and uh, Alex can share a little bit about maybe some of your experiences with breaking up like be it romantically or with your friends yeah whenever you're ready Alright, so yeah, it's important to acknowledge that yes, even though I was romantically involved, like uh, with Xiaoyu, it is not, uh, not all heartbreaks are romantic in nature. Like, yeah, it's, I think it's very well said. Yeah, so what about my experience? Did, should I start with? Um, well, I guess you can start with like, um, maybe like an experience with a uh, heartbreak or like uh, something related to uh, your current relationship status or like maybe like recent uh, recent relationships and like experiences well actually well actually uh i don't think i have dated much actually after yeah our experience yeah so in a way you were kind of like my last serious one yeah so i think i will try and work off that and like share more about that sure okay yeah so to be honest it's a bit 
long ago already, so I don't remember all the details. Yeah, it was like three, three years yeah, ago. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. All right, but yeah, definitely there was a sense of loss and there were a lot of negative emotions that involved for both of us, I believe. Yeah, but then uh, the way I coped with it, uh, I don't know if this is a coping mechanism or not, but the way I coped with it was like... Um, just to drown myself in work. I mean, like, I was the busier one back then, so I felt like I wasn't, like, able to fully commit as well. Lah. Yeah, so that was one of the reasons as well. Lah. So, yeah, uh, I kind of just drowned myself in work, lah, and then, like, just... Uh, it removed the opportunities to help me process it. Yeah, and, like, maybe I never fully, like, came to, like, terms with it. Yeah, so that was also involved. Like, yeah, it's not a necessarily healthy coping mechanism, but it was what happened to me. Like, yeah. Mm, wow, okay. I actually never knew that because we didn't speak for a pretty long amount of time after we broke up. And yeah, I think that's something I can definitely relate to right now. I wasn't able to understand it back then, how you were so busy with school. But now that I'm in school myself, wow, I can, can really, um, you know, thinking back to it, I, I really uh, see how... Uh, things played out, uh, I guess, on your end, and I wasn't able to see that. And yeah, wow, it really changed my perspective right now. Hmm, I mean, after hearing what uh, Sam has said, Alex, do you have any thoughts or do you want to share some of your own experiences? Um, personally, when I go through breakups, um, unfortunately, I do not have the will or the motivation to do anything. So I end up in my room, listening to music and like lying there like no motivation and I don't know it kind of sucks like I just can't get myself to do anything and there's nothing I want to do I don't want to get out of the house I don't want to mingle with anybody and I'm just stuck until you know I get better so yeah that's my experience I feel like from for the most part of my heartbreaks whether it's like romantically or like with friends yeah because there's always a for me, there's always this sense of loss and that loss just really like drags me down, pulls me down. So that's how I cope. Yeah, hearing about the you guys' experience with how you guys dealt with it definitely was not, must have not been an easy time. So with that being said, um, have you ever thought of um, not wanting to break up? Meaning like before you actually broke up. I mean, I'm sure you guys didn't want it to break off, you know, but... Um, what do you have any fears before you brought up the question to break up? I think this relates very closely to our previous episode about breaking off a toxic relationship. So um, maybe align with that, like, were there any fears you had? Be it like whether is it initiated by you or by your partner or your friend? Yeah. So actually, quite curious. Who was the first person who brought the topic up of breaking up? For me, uh, I don't actually remember. <laughs> the things that I remember is like, uh, it happened in phases, and then eventually it was just, yeah, like it kind of climaxed, I think. Yeah, it kind of like, uh, it happened, uh, and then it wasn't an overnight thing. Yeah, but then uh, it was, there was like a buffer period. There was a period of time where things got like uneasy and like negative, yeah, in general. And then that was definitely hard to deal with. And it was, of course, the questions were always there whether like, should we or not? Like, should I just eject myself? And I didn't really have the mental capacity, I believe, to like process it and really sit down and think about it. Yeah, so I don't think I handled it very well. Yeah, but then uh, 
yeah, and then it happened long and then we decided that yeah maybe now isn't the best time and like given that we are in different phases of life like it wasn't like it just didn't work out lah yeah but the question i think for every major decision right there's always a bit of second guessing and a bit of back and forth like what if or what if i didn't do this yeah but then ultimately i guess to uh, make actionable decisions right we have to put our foot down lah and then like make a decision yeah instead of just hovering in limbo yeah like whether something is there or not like this applies for everything friendships as well yeah wow okay okay i again it really helps me to see your perspective sam and of course i didn't really think about it that way because i felt like i was more on the receiving end of the breakup rather than the initiating end and there's definitely a lot of things that you think about when you want to bring up a breakup as well i've okay me myself i've only done it once in the past I think can really relate to what you're saying. Like having this uh, mental capacity to continue the relationship is something really important, and you don't want to be stuck in that limbo where you're not really happy in the relationship, but yet you don't have this uh, strength to process it and end it properly. Rather, the best way out just seems to be just uh, you know removing yourself from the situation and really uh, just whatever comes next just comes next. But yeah, that's... Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't realize I opened such a big can of worms, but uh, maybe, Alex, you want to share some of your thoughts on this? Um, I agree with Sam on putting your foot down and not being, like, stuck in second-guessing, I guess, your relationship and, and trying to figure out what you should do and just, like, you know, just stay there in limbo. Um, and I think I have my fair share of um, doing the break up and the person breaking up with me um but whenever i'm in a relationship i tend to like my mindset is like if i'm in a relationship i'm in a relationship for a long run and you know if there's something that's making me not happy or the 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 other person not happy then we should work on it rather than break up i always have this thought and that's why it always like drags out the breakup and like recently it's like i wouldn't want to do the breakup because i would always want to work on whatever problems we're having instead of breaking it up yeah that's my point of view <laughs> yeah definitely i'm just gonna cut in again but i can really relate to what you're saying about the working things out for my most recent there for my <laughs> for my most recent relationship i actually um had this thought as well uh, to work out the small issues rather than uh you know having this uh, open communication about what uh, you're unhappy with with your partner and what they're unhappy with with you is something really important because at the end of the day we're all human beings and we're not perfect what matters is we're able to uh, recognize these flaws or stuff that you know to put it simply just annoys our partner or makes them unhappy in whatever way and i really agree with you on working things out and i think it's actually quite uh in a sense liberating to have uh someone being willing to sit down with you and work it out rather than just leaving when things get tough and um, I guess now I'll bring in something else I'm not sure if y'all find this relevant but I always have this thing called the three month rule and usually by the third month I would be able to tell if I would be able to be with this person for a longer time but I'm not sure what you guys think Ishan maybe you want to chip in on this mm, I think my I, I use I think I do agree with you that the timing part is very important because you need time to know the person well. Be it like whether you met this person in school, like through online dating apps or 
whatever it is because um, there are many phases to a person you know you might see the person on the surface but there's a lot more to one person like if you look at like family background friends they make with and there's so many things to learn about someone and I think um, I myself I do set a timeline for myself like a deadline I think you're being very generous with three months because <laughs> I think I'm someone that I I'm set my mind very quickly. Like, I just not say I base on first impressions, but I know what my deal breakers and my red flags are. So I usually give myself just like two months max. Yeah, so I, I think I agree with you that um, setting a reasonable time frame is very important because I can tell you that not everyone appears in your life. I mean, everyone appears in your life for a good reason. And so some people not that useful or like how do I put it it's just you meet everyone for a specific reason and not every single one is a romantic kind of um, commitment or like a long term kind of um, situation you'll be in so I think it saves you a lot of trouble to identify exactly what your relationship is with this person at the very beginning if not like I mentioned at the very beginning why there's a heartbreak is usually because one party has more expectations than the other and that's where it's not amicable that's why it's a heartbreak so if if it was a, a very peaceful a very mutual kind of breakup then I don't think you were hurt so emotionally that's why I think like um, Jiayu's suggestion about making the decision fast enough into the relationship before you get yourself too much into this whole relationship is very important and I think it can save us a lot of emotional stress and emotional burden on ourselves. Yeah, so maybe I can share my own experience. Like, most of the time, the heartbreaks that I get is because the person just, like, disappears. Like, maybe we talk for, like, two to three months. Like, the whole time, I think it was just very one-sided. But I think I was very blinded by love, so to speak. Yeah, so when the person just MIA for like three months with no valid reason, you know, um, I think that's where the t- like the time just uh, really eats you up. And then you question yourself, is it something that I did wrong? Or did I read the wrong signals? Yeah, I really feel you on that. And wow, that one-sided thing, oof. <laughs> it, it really hits hard, lah, I would say. And well, I guess since we're on this um topic of uh, relationships and stuff, maybe I would like to post an interesting question so I'll guess so ooh so so what's your current relationship status I'm single now yeah single and ready to mingle I don't know actually because like okay throughout my final years of uni right uh, and like going into work right I had some time to think Mm. and then like basically I think that it's possible that my own like margins right of like like my own expectations, the people who can mm. fit like being a partner, being my partner lah. I feel like I have a very narrow margin, yeah, of okay. people that could potentially, yeah. So like, I feel like maybe it's not, it might not be worth the time to like actively okay. find them. It's not like those people don't exist, but yeah. then like that at some point there is a trade off. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's very uncertain now lah. And of course, this isn't definitive. Like, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I might never get attached again. Yeah, but it's just for now, maybe not. And career, yeah. Focus on career first lah, yeah. Uh, for me, I am single. I wouldn't say I'm ready to mingle because um, I don't think I'm at that stage in life where I want to get into a relationship. I think I just want to focus on my studies and 
be free. I, you know, being single, there's like a lot of freedom. You can hang out with many people and not be afraid in, in some right. sense. <laughs> so I'm kind of enjoying that freedom right now. So, you know, I'm just gonna single but not available. Yeah, I think, thank you so much for being so open about your status. Yeah, I'm also single. Um, I guess I'm ready to mingle. But anyways, um, that's a side topic. Yeah, but anyways, I think just now we mentioned slightly about um, when I shared my story about me being one-sided. So going in the line of one-sidedness, what do you guys think about when the breakup is one-sided? Like one party wants to cling onto the relationship. Maybe something like in Xiaoyu's, um experience where he didn't really know what Sam was going through so maybe in his mind he's thinking oh why does this person want to end this relationship so fast or like what did I do wrong and then maybe I'm not sure if he actioned on it um, imagine if um, Jiayu actually tried to cling on to Sam and tried to keep the conversation or keep the relationship ongoing how do you think that would actually turn out yeah I actually did though just gonna put it out there I, I did for What did you do? Sh- well, it was more of like um Continuing to communicate With mm. the person It wasn't really like Very intense But definitely I took The uh, breakout quite hard And I feel like um In that sense I could relate to What you said about it being uh, One-sided Where It's not uh, one-sided In a feeling sense But more of uh, mm. The decision Whether to Break up or not Was not made together But rather presented to me and in that sense, I had no choice, lah, you know. And I think it's, um, I would say it's pretty common for people that go through these one-sided breakups. They feel like they would be presented with this, uh, it's not even a choice anymore. It's a statement, like, we're breaking up, you know. It's not, um, like, there's no discussion element to it, I would say. I'm not sure what the guests think. Maybe y'all would like to comment on this. I don't really remember already for our scenario. Uh, but yeah, la, it's, it wasn't an easy time for either of us, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So, to be fair, I can't remember who made the actual decision. But I suppose, I'm, I mean, we're friends now. And I'm glad that we progressed to this, la, at least. And I'm not sure how beneficial it would have been if we stayed on like that, la. Yeah, but that as with all these hypotheticals, there's a lot of uncertainty, so we are just speculating here, lah. Yeah. Well, what about Alex? Um, for me and my relationships, I realize that I tend to be the one to like cling on. Um, yeah, I mean, like you spend like two two years together, and then like suddenly you drop the the breakup bomb, and am I just supposed to take it like that, like? Mm. You know, so usually I'm the one who be like, no, don't go, please don't go, do whatever you want. But um, now that I think about it, um, clinging on to somebody when they don't want to stay, right? There's really no benefit in doing that. And even when you think you can work things out, um, if, if, if it does, like, good for you. But most of the time, if the person is really, like, initiating this, then probably it won't work out. So I don't think you should cling onto another person. Um, just let them go and i believe that you know if you're meant to be you'll get back together someday hopefully so you know take care of yourself emotionally yeah and don't stress yourself out trying to cling on to the person yeah i want to add on here i mean like there is a kind of a balance like between showing effort like you want to try and improve the situation and desperation right there is a balance between here and it's like 
it's not easy to manage this because like how do I make my actions reflect that I want to put in effort but yet I'm not desperate so yeah but then like if there is a general sense of like asymmetry in the relationship then it sounds unhealthy and it sounds like the only way to really resolve this is communication la. yeah so we have to like talk about it realign your goals of the relationship perhaps yeah something like that yeah actually I wonder what is it like on the receiving end clinging on to the person because I think I just suddenly recall recently that I initiated not a breakup but it's just an end of things you know and I was very firm with my decision like I told that person that nothing is going to change me like I'm as certain as the mountain and nothing is going to move this mountain yeah and then um, this person was trying very hard to I wouldn't say chase me back what, but he was trying to reason out with me like oh but the other day you said we can grow and learn together blah 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 and then now you're doing this to me like stabbing me in the back and then I think through that whole conversation of trying to patch back that made me more certain that I didn't want it to continue this because imagine this is just a first fight how would it be like in the future you know yeah so um, just wondering like how do you guys feel on the receiving end actually like emotionally how do you think you can get over it has Sam ever been on the receiving end maybe he's the popular one and then he's no 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 definitely not but I can't like pinpoint a specific example right now uh I suppose wow my coping mechanisms are really unhealthy because like it it really feels like all of my coping mechanisms so-called coping mechanisms is really to drown myself in work and like use work as kind of a distraction so that I mean like my function doesn't like get impaired lah so much yeah I know that every every break off like even with a relationship or friendship is can be traumatizing yeah but then like somehow I let it like kind of go around me and then like I'll just like cocoon myself like bury myself in work yeah mm. so that sounds unhealthy right <laughs> your boss must be very proud of you no but then like you see right it's not like I do exceptionally well in my schoolwork either it's just like a normal average amount yeah well Sam those are really very interesting coping mechanisms not necessarily the best yeah I think um that example of Sam's um, coping mechanism actually sums up our whole episode very well. So today we talk about heartbreaks, something that nobody wants to go through, but somehow it just happens. But anyways, I think we can conclude that um, heartbreaks usually happen in two stages. So it's usually the shock of it, be it you being on the receiving end or you coming to a sudden epiphany that, oh my God, I want to break up. Like, today you know so it's that first initial shock and then afterwards you feel this like overwhelming sadness that just comes to you after you spilled the tea you know right after you decided to drop it you know and then when you finally decided to remove the person from your life remove social media throw things away burn whatever papers pictures whatever it is when you decide you finally want to so-called move on you realize the struggle is real okay because wherever you go you think of the person yeah, so this week we talk about a lot of things, a very um, deep conversation we had here and we touched some very deep emotional strings. Yeah, and I think we also touched a little bit on um, the fears that people might face when they decide to break up and what might be holding them back. Like just now when um, Alex mentioned about the fact that you've been together for so long, like two, three years, how do we just end it, you know? So those are some fears that people have um, when you think of breaking up. So I think 
tapping on what um, Sam mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about what are some healthy ways to actually get over the aftermath of a heartbreak. So we are looking forward to see you guys in the second part of this episode. And thank you for listening to Thank You Nicks. And we'll see you next time. Thank Thank you and and goodbye. goodbye.